Welcome to Faith and Family, a radio outreach of Family Life Center International. And now from Greenville, South Carolina, here's your host, Steve Wood. Hello, this is Steve Wood, and welcome to Faith and Family. Thank you for joining us for our broadcast today. We've been doing a series studying the book of Proverbs, and we're trying to mine from this treasure of practical wisdom, knowledge for living everyday life. Today, I'd like to talk about the fear of the Lord and the knowledge of God. Now, somebody might be saying, well, what's practical about that? We want something to help our kids stay Catholic. Well, I'm giving you the gold mine uh, and the diamond mine today because when we're going to talk about the fear of the Lord and the knowledge of God, we're talking about ways to root the faith so deep in the hearts and minds of your children that they'll stay Catholic even in the midst of today's world, which seems to be pulling people in every which direction away from the true faith. But, you know, when we talk about the fear of the Lord and the knowledge of God, I have to say that way too often Catholic grade schools, Catholic high schools, and even some of the Orthodox Catholic colleges are missing a vital ingredient in spiritual formation. And in today's world, we don't want to be leaving out any vital ingredients. And that vital ingredient that I'd like to share with you today is the Hebrew plan for spiritual formation. And this is the plan revealed in divinely inspired Scripture. Now, you'd say, well, what does that have to do with us today? Well, this is of special interest for Catholics because in all probability, what I'm going to be describing to you today, this Hebrew plan for spiritual formation, is precisely that, used by St. Joseph and the Blessed Virgin Mary in the Holy Family to raise the child Jesus in the wisdom, the fear, and the knowledge of God. This is the Holy Family strategy. And he you know, God didn't by chance put Jesus in any which family. And as we know as Catholics in our families, we want to imitate the Holy Family. Well, this is how a good, holy, godly Jewish family like the Holy Family would have done it. And the essence of the Hebrew plan can be narrowed down to three passages in the book of Proverbs. And in fact, there are two verses that are kind of the alpha and omega, the beginning and the end, the bookends that many commentators say for this first section of Proverbs that runs from chapter 1 to chapter 9. And the verse in chapter 1 says this, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge fools despise wisdom and instruction. So in other words, there's a very rock-solid foundation that begins knowledge. Now, any of you know that if you try to build something, like a home, even a beautiful two, even a three-story home, but if you don't have a foundation, the whole thing collapses. And I suggest to you, the reason, a main reason why we're seeing such wholesale abandonment of the faith by 
adolescents and particularly young adults, Catholic young adults and Protestant young adults, is that we've forgotten the beginning. In other words, the very foundation of knowledge, the fear of the Lord. That's Proverbs 1.7. And then a very similar verse is found at the end of this first, or towards the end of this first section of Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 9 and verse 10. And it reads like this, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Whereas Proverbs 1.7 said, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. These are synonyms. In other words, knowledge and wisdom. The fear of the Lord is the foundation, and the knowledge of the Holy One is insight, knowledge of the Holy God. Now, these two verses should provide explicit inspiration for your goal as a Catholic parent. Again, if you want to follow in the footsteps of the Holy Family, I've given you two verses, the left foot and the right foot, of what St. Joseph and the Blessed Virgin Mary did. This was their strategy in the Holy Family. should be your strategy today. Now, along with Proverbs chapter 1 and Proverbs chapter 9, there's chapter 2, and I'll be talking about this in just a few moments, but Proverbs 1, Proverbs 9, the bookends, so to speak, the beginning and the end of this first section of Proverbs, the fear of the Lord's beginning of wisdom and knowledge, and we come to know God, the Holy One. And then Proverbs chapter 2 tells you the means in order to do that. But first, I need to begin at the beginning and ask the question, what is the knowledge of God? What's this knowledge of God that Proverbs and the Scripture talks about? Now, this isn't Wikipedia. This isn't Bible knowledge facts about God. St. James tells us that the demons are very good at knowing facts about God. And if the spiritual formation of children is only facts, religious facts, that's learn. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm big on learning religious facts, but it's got to go beyond that, because knowing God is something more than knowing facts about God. To know God in the biblical way of knowing, and this is what the word to know really means in the Scripture sense, it's coming to a deep, reverent, profound, personal knowledge of God that is life-changing. It's so powerful that it can eventually transform a pagan empire into a Christian one. Now, if you're wondering why in the world our pagan empire is negatively transforming Christians, it's because we lack this. If we really come to know God, you can reverse the flow of what's going on in our culture. You can reverse the flow of what's happening in so many families when their children raised in Catholic schools, catechized by good parents, and then all of a sudden they grow up and walk away from the faith. This true knowledge of God is so deep, it creates such an attachment between the person and God that it's life-changing. They, they stick. You know, I said this several times, but I think the prologue of the Catechism of the Catholic Church, in other words, the first page when the Catechism actually begins, it's worth deep meditation on, because the Catechism singles out 
knowing God as the very essence of the Christian life and eternal life. Listen to what it says. Father, this is eternal life that they may know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. Knowing God, and again, this isn't knowing a fact about God, this life-changing experience of really coming to a deep personal knowledge of God. Now, according to Proverbs 1-7 and Proverbs 9-10, our kind of alpha and omega verses for this first section of Proverbs, it's the fear of the Lord that sets a young person on the path to life that results in truly knowing God. I've said in the past, if you want to know if a particular curriculum, a particular book that your child would bring home from CCD, if it includes the fear of the Lord, I've just said if it has balloons on the cover, it probably doesn't. Okay, This isn't a light, superficial, non-lasting method of catechesis. The fear of the Lord includes a deep reverence and awe for God. It means that we don't monkey around with the liturgy, that the Mass, and I'm not talking about fortunately right here in Greenville, but sometimes I travel and it's just heartbreaking to see the almost lighthearted approach to the most solemn thing, to coming into the very presence of God. And that means the fear of the Lord is lacking because where there is the fear of the Lord, God is recognized as God. That's as simple as I can put it. And if you recognize God as God, there's this deep, awe-inspiring reverence that's just absolutely present. And it should be in our education, it should be in our textbooks, it should be in all of our catechesis. Now, today I want to talk about something special regarding the fear of the Lord, which I've come across recently uh, regarding an early church father's teaching on the book of Proverbs. And it's very interesting, the connection that I'm going to share with you from this early church father is the connection between the fear of the Lord and the Creator's intelligent designed world. There's an important connection between the fear of the Lord and the intelligent design by God, our Creator. I'm going to give you a quotation from St. Hilary, in case you don't know of him. He lived approximately from A.D. 310 to 360. He was a bishop in France. He was a great opponent of the Arian heretics. Uh, He had the nickname the Hammer of the Arians. That means he's a good guy and took the faith seriously and was willing to fight for it, my kind of guy. St. Augustine called St. Hilary the illustrious doctor of the churches, and Pope Pius XI formally seconded that by recognizing St. Hilary as a doctor of the universal church in 1851. He's a good man, a saint and doctor of the church. Listen to what he says, and I quote, The fear of the Lord means the respect or reverence that is due to God and everything he does 
and makes. In effect, recognizing the action of God in the creation of the world and in the order he has left stamped on nature is the first step towards understanding the true nature of all things, including man. Therefore, it is the beginning of knowledge. Now, parents, listen very carefully. If the beginning of knowledge, if the beginning of wisdom is this fear of the Lord relating to the Creator, awe and reverence for the Creator, all that he has made and recognizing his wise stamp on nature, if this is the very foundation of wisdom and knowledge, and if it's neglected in a curriculum, if it's neglected in CCD, if it's neglected by you, if it's neglected even 12 years of Catholic education, you have built without a foundation and the building is very likely to collapse. That's why the majority of young adults, Catholic young adults, are walking away from the faith. So let's go back. The fear of the Lord, what does that mean? That's reverence or respect that is due God. It's part of our worship and everything he does and makes. So we have to recognize, according to St. Hilary, the action of God in the creation of the world and in the order he has left stamped on nature. You try to talk to young people today, Catholic young people, on why same-sex marriage is wrong, and <laughs> it's very likely you will get absolutely nowhere for the precise reason that they haven't been spiritually formed to recognize the creator of the world and the very intelligent order he has left in nature and in human nature. Once you have this foundation, trying to explain why homosexuality or same-sex marriage is wrong actually becomes quite easy. Without it, I dare say it's impossible. And this is why we're left scratching our heads. What went wrong? We built without this foundation. And so St. Hilary says there is a vital connection between the fear of the Lord, which is the foundation for knowledge and wisdom, a foundation for spiritual formation. There's a connection between this fear of the Lord and a belief and a recognition in the Creator's intelligently designed world. Did you get this? It's so important. Don't neglect this because it is being neglected in wide circles in Catholic education. And without this belief, you're, it's like playing baseball. And you get a great hit. In fact, you get a home run hit. And you go running around the bases, but you skip first base. Guess what? There's no point. You've just, you could have just struck out as well as hit a home run if you skip first base. This is first base, and we've tried to build this wonderful edifice of spiritual formation and Catholic education and have forgotten this dynamic. And when we do, we're going to suffer for it. Now, a lot of people are also looking for the quick fix pill. Just give me a pill, make everything right again, the way it was before the Supreme Court's same-sex ruling and all this. No, 
that's not going to work. We have to go back to foundations. Here is another church father that's basically saying the same thing as St. Hilary. He's even earlier in the church. He's a second century church father, St. Theophilus of Antioch. He lived in the second century, died about A.D. 184, and he's commenting on the fear of the Lord in Proverbs 9 and Proverbs 1, the two passages I mentioned to you. He says this, through wisdom, God established the foundations of the earth. By his intelligence, he created the heavens, intelligently designed. If you understand this and lead a pure, holy, and righteous life, you will come to see God. But to understand these things, faith in God and fear of the Lord must reign in your heart. But to have faith and the fear of the Lord in your heart, you have to recognize his wisdom in establishing all that he has made and seeing that through his intelligence, he has created the universe. If you don't understand this, you're not going to have the fear of the Lord. Let me tell you about an experience I had that I'll remember the rest of my life. Pat Madrid invited me to speak to a collection of, uh, wonderful collection of young people, basically high school, Catholic high school, young people from all over the United States at one of Pat's summer apologetics camps. And he asked me to speak on apologetics, and I came and I gave the young people there what I thought was the very best apologetics talk I had. It's resulted in some very dramatic conversions, and it's been very effective with even Protestant opponents of the church, and so I gave it to them. And the young people were very polite and interested and listened and everything, and then I opened it up for questions. Hands shot up everywhere, and I called on one girl, and she said, um, this came up last night, and we were told to wait for you, but how do we explain to our friends that homosexuality is wrong? Now, there are a number of other hands still sticking up. In other words, these young people, these were the best of the best of Catholic youth, and when she said that question, every hand went down, and it got quiet. In other words, you know, and this is always when you always try to help somebody else, you, you learn something yourself. And what I learned for Catholic youth today, yes, they need traditional apologetics, and I'll be glad to continue doing that, but they also need what I would call cultural apologetics. They need to know how to explain and defend and even have for themselves a firm foundation of the faith. So how do you go about answering the question, how do you explain why homosexuality is wrong to youth today? And basically, I said, <laughs> there's not a quick fix here. And I went back to St. Paul's teaching in Romans chapter 1 and how the loss a belief in the Creator and His intelligent design and all things that He has made, including human nature, has led to the very directly to the kind of idea of transgenderism and homosexuality. Everything's fluid. There's no design or purpose. Anything we just make it up as we go. And if we really want to explain it, we have to start at the beginning, just like the Bible says in the beginning, 
That's the foundation for everything that comes for every book of the Bible until the close of Revelation 22. In the beginning, that's the foundation. The same thing in the creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. You take that domino out, all the other dominoes in the creed go down, including the morality and all the debates regarding homosexuality and transgenderism and everything else. You put that first domino firm and center in young people's minds, and it holds. It holds because it has a solid foundation. Now, I want to tell all of our listeners, just have a free offer for you today. We recently put a special full-page offer in the National Catholic Register kind of explaining what happened in the course of that talk to young people at Pat Madrid's camps and resources that the Family Life Center has put together, including a six-DVD set that explains in the most recent and what shall I say, intelligent, scientific reasons for believing that we have a creator who intelligently designed the universe and especially ourselves. You know, Darwinian evolution, which is great 1940s science, you might have say, yeah, well, we're teaching Catholic schools, and, you know, there's really not a whole lot of fault to be cast if you didn't know about an electron microscope or if you didn't know about genetics and what's going on in recent DNA research. But it's not going to work in the 21st century because their science is discovering. I'm talking about the latest of the latest of science is discovering that we are fearfully and wonderfully designed and made. And once we see that even to our genetic code, even to the individual cells in our body, we can find the creator's intelligent design. So when it comes to recognizing the difference of men and women, that's minor, okay? Because the major work is done once you put the foundation in. I dare challenge somebody to show me how you're going to restore belief in just natural traditional marriage, even amongst Catholic youth, apart from building this foundation. And what we have prepared for you, if you just send an email to our radio email address, which is simply askthehost at gmail.com, and just say, send me a description of that special offer. You may not even want the DVDs for yourself. Maybe your kids are out of the house. But Believe me, this was a full-page offer we had in the National Catholic Register, and just reading it is an education in itself. And I dare say we have had Catholic schools that have seen this and definitely want the resources, and maybe you want to read this and just because somebody read this and pass it on to a Catholic school board member ahead of uh, six different Catholic schools, and they're very interested in this. So again, Uh, We want to get you a copy, a PDF copy, of this special offer we had in the National Catholic Register. And all you have to do, send an email right now to askthehost at gmail.com, and we'll send it to you. And it explains how to explain why homosexuality is wrong. And a lot of the ways, including a lot of the books that Catholics have been reading that said, oh, this is the way to do it, and this will keep traditional marriage safe in our culture and safe in our church, and guess what? 
things are caving very fast. So this is a description on how to explain to young people why homosexuality is wrong in the 21st century. And it's up-to-date, top scholarship, and you need to be aware of this. And then maybe just pass that along to your friends because it'll be an email. Again, just send your request to askthehost at gmail.com. Now, we're not done yet. We have a little bit more to go in Proverbs chapter 2. And let me tell you about something Proverbs chapter 2 says, that if you seek God, if you seek it like silver, search for it as treasure. It says in Proverbs 2, 5, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. Okay, and then the next verse says, For the Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth come knowledge and understanding. Now, where can we hear from God? Knowledge and understanding to develop the fear of the Lord. Well, he has spoken through the Scripture. And the Scripture isn't a dry book if you approach God and say a simple prayer and ask him to open his book to you and send the Holy Spirit to help you understand it. It says in the next few verses in Proverbs 2, then you will understand righteousness, for wisdom will come into your heart. See, parents, this is what you want for yourself. This is what you want for your children. You just don't want some abstract religious facts in the brain. You want wisdom to penetrate to the very essence of their life, and you want this for your own life, and this comes from Scripture. And, you know, in a lot of Catholic schools, they say, well, we study the classics. That's great. Study the classics, but the super classic is God's Word because there's no book in the world can do what the Catechism of the Catholic Church says about the Scripture. It's from the Scripture the Church finds her nourishment and her strength. We need nourishment and strength in the 21st century. And it says further, in the sacred books, the Father who is in heaven comes lovingly to meet his children and talks with them. That's that deep personal relationship with God that we all need today. You've been listening to episode 91 of Faith and Family. Till next time, this is Steve Wood. Faith and Family is a radio outreach of Family Life Center International. Visit us online at familylifecenter.net. To order a CD copy of today's broadcast, order online at www.familylifecenter.net.